Good morning, everyone. Okay, friends, we have um, a gospel that is difficult and has been difficult uh, for many Christians. And um, once someone said, well, Jesus asked me to walk on water if he wants me to forgive my enemies. Well, Peter walked on water (laughs) until his faith got in the way. Remember, lack of it. So, with faith, you will be able to do as our Master has asked us, to do what seems impossible, to forgive those who have harmed us, and uh, to love our enemies. And remember, love in this sense is not the love you have for ice cream. I feel real good when I eat ice cream. Great. But this love is not a feeling. This is known as hased, covenantal love, loyal, faithful. It's not based on feeling, but on sheer willpower, strength. And this is the type of love uh, that Jesus is referring to here. As I said, the words of our Lord in today's gospel describes almost, if you will, a world that uh, we don't know about or doesn't uh, seem to exist. And our Lord, when he put forth this modality, um, other religions have it also in one version or another, the Buddhists and uh, Islam. And even those who do not sub- subscribe to religion, they understand this because it's been imprinted upon their heart. They know in their best they should be treating others as they want to be treated. And my friends, no one has ever, have you ever encountered anyone that tell you, don't treat me with respect, don't treat me with kindness, don't treat me with love. I've never encountered, I have people that tell me other things, and that's not for here. <laughs> but have you ever encountered anyone who would say that? No, because all persons have it upon their heart that they want to be treated with respect and love. And they always will. And my friends, so here uh, we have what is known as the golden rule. And I know people, well, well, you know, Jesus wasn't talking to us when he said that. Yes, he was. Yes, of course, Jesus was speaking directly to his disciples in this gospel because uh, the Romans who had occupied Palestine were persecuting and oppressing the Jews. And yes, and Jesus says, I, you will love them and you will not curse them. You will pray uh, for them. And also, Jesus had in mind all his disciples who, they would, because of his name, would also be oppressed and persecuted. And today you are those disciples. So we cannot say, no, he didn't mean that for us. Stop trying to skirt around it. He meant it for us. His message in the gospel passage, as I said, known throughout the world as the golden rule, has always been one of the most difficult of precepts. Forgiving an enemy has never been easy, and it certainly is not popular But it is absolutely crucial for the Christian. It's absolutely crucial. My friends, then, with his grace, we can do this. But we also have to get a change, what I call a paradigm shift in our thought about what forgiveness is. If we can see forgiveness as strength, if we can see forgiveness as liberation, and if we can see forgiveness as grace, we will more likely be able to live it 
simply and to be able to do this always. My friends, I put forward to you forgiveness as a sign of strength. To hate and to seek vengeance does not take strength. Anybody and everybody can do that. It's easy. It is easy to hate. Forgiveness requires strength. Forgiveness requires power, a spiritual power. As Christians, our Lord is asking us uh, to do this. And you see, what happens is what he's asking us in, in reality is not to react to those who harm us, but to respond. God watched the world do this to his son, and he did not react to it. He responded to it. To it. He responded by raising his son from the dead. And in doing so, any, anyone who would believe in his son would have eternal life. That's not reaction, that's response. So our Lord is asking us not to react to those who want to do us harm, but to respond. Respond takes thought and prayer, and it takes, my friends, uh, it takes us to have restraint. Reaction is an automatic thing. Um, to respond, like I said, requires us to think and to have restraint and control. And this is what was being example in our first reading. David didn't react to that. The king was trying to kill him <laughs> because the king was jealous of him. Not only because he was a good warrior, <laughs> but because he was good looking. <laughs> Go and read it. The king was upset by that. I wanted to kill him. And David knew it. And David had the opportunity to take revenge. But he did not. Instead, he responds, I will not harm the Lord's anointed, for who can remain unpunished then? My friends, and in the face of conflict, uh, when we respond with Christian charity and forgiveness, we are in a position of strength, not weakness. The world thought that was weakness, but we know different. And Jesus on the cross is telling his father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, father. That is power. Surrender that power. He had the power to forgive, and so do you. Strength. And my friends, Forgiveness is also liberation. When we let go of the hurt and the grudge caused to us by others, when we avoid the desire to strike back, then we begin to image the Son of Man. In our second reading, uh, Paul is getting at, he's saying the first one was made of dirt and the Lord breathed into him. That's why he said first he was of earth. And he said the other Adam, the Son of Man, is of heaven. And what he's getting at is that while we may look like the man of earth, <laughs> we actually image that of heaven through baptism. By baptism, we are made his disciples and we are to do what the Father does. And the scriptures tell us that his son rises and sets on those who do wicked things also. His mercy is extended to all. Anyone who did this 
if they repented, would be forgiven and would have eternal life. Period. So when we let go of the hate, it is liberating. To be filled with resentment um, and hatred is uh, to be like that man of earth. Adam would, because of what happened in the garden, he would end up being resentful <laughs> to God, to his wife, <laughs> to anybody else. And Jesus says we do not have to live that way. We do not have to be a prisoner of that. We can break the cycle of revenge and retaliation and resentment and be set free. This is forgiveness, this is liberation. The moment, my friends, we start hating a person, we become that person's slave and victim over and over and over again. I want you to think about it. The person you love are always with you. They're here and here. In the same way, the person you hate is here and here. You give them more power than they ever had. Stop it. The people have been laughing at me. I said, you hate the person, and that person's over the tides having a beer. <laughs> and you're in your house fuming, and your blood pressure is rising. And then you go grocery shopping, and you hate them still. And now you're taking grocery shopping with you. And then you're on I-5 waiting in traffic, and you still hate the person. And now they're in the car with you. <laughs> you see? You are the slave. Let it go. You know, I shared a homily several months ago about the harm that was caused in my family. And the person who I hated, and the person who I was persecuting. And the years it took me to understand how that was devouring me. So when I talk to you about forgiveness, I'm not talking to you as someone who does not know. I don't ever want you to be where I was. We can break that cycle. This is liberation. If we look at forgiveness as that, to be liberated from that. My friends, People who hate, they keep it remunerating in their heads what has happened and the hurt, and it's perpetual, and, and they never get free from it. And you see, this is why they become a slave to it and to the person. And my friends, it's in our heads and in our emotions we give people that kind of power. My friends, our, my professor told us, you know, they're always telling us stories, and he told us there was a story of a man who felt he had two creatures living within himself, one that was kind and generous, and another that was, ooh, mean-spirited and wanted vengeful things all the time. And he told the wise man, who do you think's going to win that battle within me? <laughs> and the wise man said, the one you keep feeding. Stop feeding the grudge. Stop feeding the hate, because that one will win. My friends, only an experience of God's grace and his love can deliver us from these feelings of bitterness and uh, from resentment we may feel towards another. This is then forgiveness not only as strength, this is forgiveness not only as liberation, but this is forgiveness as grace. Clinging to the wrongs others have done will only burden 
you will only diminish you and will only weaken you. Christ's death on the cross leaves you from the burden of resentment and hatred also. We should ask for his grace. The grace for the power to forgive. There is great power in forgiveness. Don't hand it over to someone. You've heard me say this. Well, I will not forgive him until he asks me for forgiveness. Hmm. I guess I showed him. <laughs> no, you didn't. You just handed over all your power to him. Because they're never going to ask. And Christ didn't say, only when they ask. He said, forgive them. Because this is now about you and God, not about you and them. This is what the Lord asks of his disciples. Although forgiveness is not easy, we can do it. However, forgiveness begins with wanting to forgive. So that is what you ask for first. Lord, help my heart to want to forgive. One of the greatest powers ever given to us by God in this life is the power to forgive. Look at it. That is power, the power to forgive. When we forgive, we show forth the face of Christ, which is required of us in and through baptism. Extending forgiveness to others is good for us, not only physically and emotionally, but when we have such things on our minds and hearts. Forgiveness is strength. Forgiveness is liberation. And forgiveness certainly is God's grace growing uh, in our life. And my friends, if none of this convinces you, these things, then here is Scripture for you. Be merciful just as your heavenly Father is merciful. Luke 6.36 But if you do not forgive others, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you. Matthew 6.15 I'll translate Do you want to hand that over to somebody? I do enough on my own to keep me up to it. We forgive others, not so much for their sake, but for our own. My friends, um, I learned the hard way. The destruction of grudges and hatred. How it consumed me 